0: This is Relationship, a podcast presenting a gay look at traditional relationships and values. With your hosts, the Cretellis. I'm Marco. And I'm Tony. Looking Trinidadian, Japanese and Indian. Got Malaysian, got the Yaki, that wavy Brazilian. You're supposed to say. This beach is thirsty. I'm Hungarian. Nikki B.B. Eatin' diamond fangs barbarian.
1: I definitely didn't know <sighs> I was supposed to say all that.
0: <laughs> like MJ Doctor, they killing me. Propofol. I know they hope I fall, but tell them when and there's my motherfucking Pro- protocol. <laughs> Pro- what did you say? Pro You messed me <laughs> up. I was doing it and then you came in. Because <laughs> I score before I ever throw the ball. This bitch is washed up and ain't no fucking soap involved. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Every hook. Dreaming, fantasizing about Nicky and B. delicious, Pussy served delicious. Mayday, mayday. Earth to bitches. Slap these hoes on they ass like we birthed them bitches. ah. Uh the queen of rap slaying with queen b if you ain't on the team you playing for team d because we ate listers we paid sisters this watch right here done face blisters i confess i woke up like this all the drink in my cup like this all this ass on this flawless dick instagram another flawless pic flawless city with these flawless cities i got all the hundreds got all the 50s like <laughs> like jesus there's more just gonna do the whole fucking song you could just call me Nicki minaj if you want to it's fine i do not
1: <laughs> also you didn't give me my Nicki minaj blink cue which of all the songs not to do that on <laughs> i know right that's very valid hey there heidi ho happy woot woot wednesday to all the cheapos out there <laughs>
0: Not cheapos. And
1: happy Mm -mm Monday to all of our (laughs) DNR Studio subscribers. Retire it. Retire it.
0: (laughs) I shall not. (laughs) Help me. Help me. This is why I drink coffee. (laughs) (laughs) You're ridiculous. How are you? I'm I'm ridiculous. Yes. Yes, you are. Glad you could admit it. All right, moving on. I'm good. I'm doing well. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Just thriving and surviving hoes. Well, good yeah i'm um i think i'm finally cured from my like multi-day migraine here's hoping yeah that was weird yeah that was not fun no for you no i thought i was dying Mm -hmm. i literally thought it was happening um but that's all good everything good on your end
1: yes my husband's all better
0: so that makes for a happy household (laughs) oh are you being all sentimental no <laughs> Are you all sentimental and sweet? We, we talked
1: about baby talk. <laughs> this is true. This is very
0: true. You know what I just realized? Shout out to Pookie. <laughs> you know what I just realized? You said you were going to vacuum our car and you never did. Oh, it's true. I didn't. Mm-hmm. And it's right out front. Yeah. I have no excuse. None. I totally forgot. Yeah. I didn't. You did till just now. <laughs> i did not Mm. um and then we've been experiencing some very interesting weather over here huh car got washed car got washed thank (laughs) god i love it when i don't have to pay for it (laughs) you love when you don't have to pay for anything this is true that is what being (laughs) cheap is all about not not entirely (laughs) mr frugal over here (laughs) correct which is hysterical because i am not frugal you're um, anti frugal. I'm not anti frugal. You're your sir spends a lot. <laughs> I am sir spends a lot. That <laughs> I will gladly admit to. Um, but I'm not, I'm not, I don't always want to buy like the most expensive things. No, you just want a constant outpouring of money. <laughs> yes. Yes. How did I marry so poor? <laughs> uh, well, it's okay. You're just my first husband. So we'll oh, see. Oh, Lord. We'll <laughs> There goes my desire to make out with you. Oh, is that all it took? Yeah, <laughs> no, it, it is. Interesting. Um, but you're doing good. We're doing good. Yeah, it's been a very... I like. I can't believe August is almost over. This month has been insane. I know. It's crazy. This whole year is flown by. It's getting ready to be the holidays. Mm-hmm. They come in soon. Yeah. Yeah, like a monsoon. Um, oh no. Oh. <laughs> No. Speak of retiring. <laughs> um, um, anyways, uh, P.S. y'all, uh, we reserved our uh, room for our Punta Cana trip. So did. Very excited about it. Anybody who wants to join is welcome. Can't wait. I sent out the invite to a few people already. Um, so if there's anybody else that wants to be a part of all of the magic that we are going to bestow on the island of... Punta Cana, well, Punta Cana is on an island, but the Dominican Republic is, but, um, <laughs> you're so if pretty. anybody wants to be a part of that magic, come join us. We're going to have so much fun. I can't wait to go. We're watching the COVID situation and making sure that it's okay. Um, but I th- we're going to be, I think, it, I think we're going to be good. I think it's going to be fine. Yeah. We're excited. I, know, I can't wait. Much so, need I really go. want to be in a hot tub right now. Like that is like this very moment, this very moment. Mm um if you can boil some water for you, you can stick your toe in it it <laughs> doesn't even sound kind of cool <laughs> um no i'm very excited to like i just want to be in a hot tub i I haven't when was the last time you were in a hot tub 20 cana. <laughs> no they didn't have a hot tub at that time remember the hot tub is like i was been i was in it but it was time. broken yeah so it wasn't even hot the or hamptons. tubbing. the hamptons we were in, we were in a, a we were in a warm tub <laughs> That wasn't hot or tubbing either. I mean, it was tubbing. It was it, tubbing. it was. It was warm for like thirty seconds. Yeah, it was definitely there. Was bubbles happening? There were it just bubbles. was no. It was designed to be a hot tub. Yeah, there was. There was no hot happening. We've had we've had the worst luck with hot tubs. First, first problem. First Oh my god, my hot tub is not hot. Um, but no, I really appreciate. It. I like a hot tub. It's just like I would like that body melty feeling that you get. from Very being appropriately a hot tub. named yeah Mm -hmm. yes it's very literal (laughs) it is very literal you're giving me nothing today not a thing not one thing um anyway should we hop into our hashtag qrgs for the week let's do it let me put on my readers really quickly because i can't see anything you're so old i am i am every week tony and i will pick a wonderful queer couple and highlight them as our hashtag queer relationship goals Our hope is to bring these relationships to the forefront and give a sense of positivity and perspective to the queer relationship narrative. If you and your partner are interested in becoming our hashtag queer relationship goals, um, or if there is a queer relationship... That you admire and would like to bring to our attention, please reach out to us. Tag us on your couple's photos on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Our handle is at podrelationship. Tony and I will take a look at these photos and posts and could potentially highlight you and your partner on an episode of the podcast. So this week's couple is taking us way, way yonder. Really? Yeah. Y- yonder? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all the way to a little bit of an island in Spain. España! Yes, which I'm very excited and jealous at the same time of being uh, of not being able to be there. Um, but we love this couple. Um, if you look for them on Instagram, they are at island gay couple. Um And we're talking about Nell and Luis today. I love them. Hi, gents! They're so cute. I don't know which one is which. Um, but I love them. They are... Nell is the um, silver fox, is he?
1: Okay, and Luis is the other sexy guy. There you go. They both
0: sexy. Tony figured it out. They are fun. So (laughs) I
1: write it on your calendars, folks. Tony, Tony manipulated Instagram. Something
0: right. (laughs) Oh, Um, I love Nell because I love Nell. We just got glass over that. (laughs) I am. Um, Nell is gorgeous. I love him. He has such gorgeous silver hair that I'm just obsessed with yeah the green and the beard is oh nice. oh my gosh it's just he's beautiful I mean he's just a beautiful both of them are beautiful both men gorgeous. yeah um but this gray hair on Nell is just everything mm-hmm. um and then Luis is great so um Luis is a nurse and Nell is a graphic designer mm-hmm. um and they're amazing and they live like on a little island off the coast of Spain and they have so many like Like so many adventures like they're just with their daughter with their daughter and they just smile and they love and laugh and adventure and they're just so cute and all of these little backgrounds and 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 i mean it just makes me want to it just makes me want to travel because like i don't know you just forget that there's so many beautiful things outside of where you live and like look we live in one of the greatest cities in the entire world right people literally save their entire lives to be able to come and visit new york right um but when you you know get to take pictures against some of the like the architecture or the landscapes in your spaces it just makes you like appreciate them so much more you know like could you imagine living in a place that just has a waterfall that's just like (laughs) randomly there like how cool is that Mm -hmm. like it's just so beautiful yeah yeah yeah. And I just love the laughter and the smiles and all of that good stuff that they have to offer. Yeah, they just they look genuinely happy.
1: Mm-hmm. Like you get you get a sneak peek into their life and it's a good one. For sure.
0: For sure. Yeah. One of the things that I really like, like I like this picture right here because it makes you <laughs> well, so there's <laughs> they're at an airport eating McDonald's. They're at the Barcelona for those of you airport. Who can't see. <laughs> they're at the Barcelona airport and they're eating McDonald's and it cracks me up because um they uh I, if you travel internationally and you go to like McDonald's and stuff like that, like it is kind of crazy how people love McDonald's. I remember we had <laughs> uh, an intern that was from Paris and all she wanted to do was eat mcdonald's every single day and we were like asa you can't do that like every day like you're like you're you're gonna go back to paris like a blimp like this is just not gonna be okay but she just loved it she just thought it was so great because that's so strange the food is so different and they just really they love all of our artificial flavorings and things of that nature so um i think maybe they just don't know better and they assume it's fresh like it is for them (laughs) it is most certainly not i'm here to tell you first not even real um no because those chicken nuggets Quite literally, our pigeon. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But that being, don't don't don't
1: make McDonald's
0: come after us. They can try; (laughs) they won't. It's not it's not pigeons. Um no, uh, but I love Nell and Louise. I think that they're adorable. They're like I said, just absolutely sweet, very loving towards one another, and they're just cute. And so, um, you should check them out on Instagram as well. They are at Island Gay Couple on Instagram, and just check out um how wonderful and just loving they are, and get to see some sights in Spain. I Spain is still a place that I'm dying to go. Um, I can't wait to be able to travel there at some point in time. So um, they're wonderful. So check them out on Instagram. Give them some double taps and some love. Tell them the Cortelli sent you. Do it. And enjoy. Do it. Tony and I are going to take a short break, but we will be back in just a bit. Hey, babe. Mm. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals?
1: You mean besides you? <laughs>
0: I'm not (laughs) preventing you from achieving your goal. I am the
1: goal. You're interfering with my happiness. I am the goal. (laughs) Say it with me. I am the goal. I think you need therapy. (laughs) And it's a good thing (laughs) that we're going to talk about BetterHelp.com.
0: Well, did you know that BetterHelp will assess your needs, match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and that you can start communicating with the therapist in under 24 hours?
1: I did. And I know BetterHelp is not a crisis line or self-help. Rather, it's a professional counseling done securely online. Online. The service is available for clients
0: worldwide, and you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. Yep, you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room feeling embarrassed or ashamed. It's more
1: affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available.
0: Yeah, so head to BetterHelp.com slash that's Better, H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Relationship listeners get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Better
1: BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today, and so do we. So check them out.
0: We've just got some queer news. We've just got some queer news. We've just got some queer news that we're bringing to you. Hey. <laughs> that was unrehearsed. <laughs> in gay news. But it really worked. <laughs> I actually really like that. So we're doing something we have not done in a really long time and we're actually going to give you guys a full hour and a half of just Marco and Tony this episode, which And everyone just stop the podcast i know everyone's like <laughs> and off <laughs> wrong show <laughs> no the name of this episode is delete me <laughs> yeah Or oh, hello um no we just really wanted to talk to y'all um it's been a minute since y'all have had just our voices and commentary throughout the entire episode so we wanted to do that um and talk to y'all about some stuff but of course in doing that we wanted to talk about some stuff that's happening in the gay sphere in in gay news in queer sphere i should say um yeah there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of shit going on and so i wanted to chit chat a little bit about it and and kind of update y'all on some some fun stuff let's do it awesome so i want to talk about the sad thing first (laughs) because i don't want to like bring the episode down the entire sad thing he, that's okay. what I said, okay, yes, I want to talk about the sad thing first. um, there's two sad things. I don't believe so. I think so. um, but the first sad thing that well the the sad thing that I wanted to talk about is do you, do you know everything that's going on in Afghanistan right now? i uh, this article caught me up for sure. How so? Well, like, do you know that like the u s is like pulling out of Afghanistan? Did you know that that was going on right now? Yes, okay. And did you know that it's been a teensy bit of a shit show? I know that it's been more than a teensy bit. It's been a huge shit show, like literally 24 hours after the U S started pulling out of, out of Afghanistan, the Taliban started going into it. So like the 20 years worth of, training that the u.s has been giving to the afghanistanian army the afghan army or whatever like that is like down the toilet and the taliban took over and it's been a huge mess uh biden of course has been receiving a shit ton of flack for it he stands by his decision and what he's been doing. He said he wanted to do it a long time ago and and everyone has been talking about trying to make it happen, but no one has actually like moved forward with doing it. Um we're not going to talk about on what side of the argument that we fall on okay. um because I don't think that that is germane to today's conversation. Um but I wanted to talk about uh how sad it is that a lot of gay afghan men are being killed Mm -hmm. as a result of the taliban moving in which is like really really depressing so we read an article uh, on the advocate regarding um this poor afghan this gay afghan man who is like living in hiding knowing that at any day now he's going to be killed himself but his his boyfriend got killed Mm -hmm. by the taliban and didn't just get killed got killed and cut up into little pieces yeah which is disgusting like they made an entire show out of it Mm uh what are you thinking
1: it's disgusting it's completely deplorable that's just gross um and the fact that they not only knew who this person was had his phone number had been watching him and his friends like that's just ugh.
0: it's disgusting yeah the only the only good thing that comes out of this is of course the rainbow road um well and that's exactly what i was going to say so if you guys would love to like be able to like help in any way uh, shape Randall, and, or sorry uh rainbow rainbow railroad yeah Mm -hmm. if y'all would like to help in any kind of way you can go to rainbow rainbow right now um and you can help in 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 many different ways so and it's in many different languages um you can find ways to take action um you can go to the website you can volunteer you can you know donate you can do all kinds of stuff um and it's like super helpful and essentially what they do is try to find ways to kind of go in and rescue and and like help aid refugees um and things of that nature that that are experiencing this craziness yeah it's sad it is um It's super sad, and I feel very, very terribly for all the gay Afghans that are going through this. Mm -hmm. You can actually um, sponsor a case, and you can volunteer. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, So that's the sad story. Like, that's the really sad story. Let's try to lift it up just a teensy bit. Um, Let's talk. Do you know who Jojo Cy is? Um, No? No. No. So I'm assuming you never watched dance moms before. <laughs> I would remember if I watched something called dance moms. So Jojo Siwa and her mother was on like two seasons of a show that was, is called dance moms. And essentially it's like about like this dance class by this like bitch of a lady that like screamed at all of these girls and tried to make them performers, etc. etc. And Jojo Siwa was of oh, course like one of the, the big this right is now. the person that Kai was trying to tell me about. Got it. Got it, yeah. Yeah. And so she um ended up uh, it's a huge thing, but Jojo Siwa ended up being a huge uh star for from that show and Jojo Siwa ended up starting a YouTube and so now she literally is like one of the most popular YouTube stars right now. She has a daily show, um, where she literally just does things about her home and people watch it. <laughs> um, but she's crazy. She's got this like uh, ponytail and wears bright colors and all this other stuff like that. Anyways, Jojo Siwa came out as lesbian
1: mm-hmm. and
0: well uh, queer no she's a lesbian
1: Mm. she seems to have been trying to make up her mind and using different terms including pansexual
0: well i don't know she's a lesbian and she's in a lesbian relationship Mm. um and she is uh and uh at the moment so anyways she dancing with the stars just announced that she is going to be on its upcoming like 30th season and uh, I think it's the thirtieth season. Yes. Yep, and um, and she is going to be the very first ever queer person that will actually have a same sex um partner, partner, which is interesting, huh? Mm-hmm. Crazy, right? Took them long enough. Yeah, I mean thirty seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's ridiculous. What do you think about that? Um, I think it's
1: well past due. Um, and I honestly don't think that anybody should get any accolades for it. I think it's, I think it's past due. I think, I think you like, I don't know. I don't know that you should have announced it. I think you should have just done it and that would have been much more, um, inclusive, but maybe that's just me. I'm just tired of pandering. I don't, I don't give credit for pandering. Like if you were really being inclusive, you would have just done it. You wouldn't
0: have announced it before the show even aired and blah, blah, blah. Well, so look what I'm doing. No, no. Well, in in their defense, usually they announce they do this every season. They announce the cast and let you know, like, well ahead of the show. So you, you get to, to know who the people are and like who's gonna be on the cast. Do they tell you who they're dancing with? Usually, yes. All the time? Yes, every single time. All right. Yeah. That makes it better. So you find out who their partners are and all that good stuff like that. So this was kind of in the spirit of the the past season. Like it it's happened all along. Um the only difference is now they're like we got to know that JoJo is going to be partnered with a female partner. Hmm. Um and uh yeah. So that is very very interesting um which is you know which is interesting but i think it's like it's great like look i mean i don't know i don't know how to feel about it um it is what it is like i like i'm happy for jojo and and i think that this is going to be great I, I can't wait to hear all of the flack that is going to come from this, you know, a lot of parents were very angry with JoJo for, you know, coming out as queer because they were like, my child has been watching you for X amount of years and blah, 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 blah. And JoJo's like, and I, at what point in time did I tell them that, you know, they needed to be? Queer to watch me. Right. Like, you know, like, yeah, it's whatever. I'm still JoJo's, like, it's whatever. So, anyways, that being said. I love uh, how they'll get mad about that, but they won't get mad about, like, Britney Spears and what she did. <laughs> what did Britney Spears
1: do? Her very public meltdown.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, my was, child used to watch that. Yeah. But what did she, I mean, that was like news. That wasn't like a television show. um She didn't come out. She came out in the news. JoJo didn't come out on a television show. She came out on YouTube. Yeah. She came out on YouTube. So like that was different. Like mm. Britney like do you see what I'm saying like Britney didn't have like a television show and had like a meltdown on her television show. Mm. She was having very serious mental health issues that paparazzi was happening like happened to take pictures of and or record. That was splattered across the news and things of that nature. So it's a little bit different, but um but it's very different that being said though. It's nice that Jojo has the opportunity to do this mm-hmm. and, and you know representation matters, it right? Does. Like having that stuff out there I think is like very important and it's nice. It's nice to see that there's, you know, progress. Sure. That's happening especially, you know, on uh major TV networks and things of that nature. But again, if we live in a world in which, you know, Middle America housewives are able to celebrate Ellen DeGeneres every single day and right. watch her dance and things of that nature, why can Jojo Siwa not dance with a female partner? Right. Like I like I just don't understand why that would be any different. What's interesting to me though is like Jojo Siwa is a classically trained dancer. Is she? Yeah, That's she cool. was on dance moms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so like the show was centered around these like talented dancers, this dance class that these little girls were a part of, and like the moms, and how crazy these moms were trying to get these children, you know, as part of, uh, companies and things of that nature it, to like be able to like be professional dancers and work and things of that nature so it like centered around the talent but also the craziness of the moms because <laughs> you get to see how fucking nuts you know parents helicopter parents are and things of that nature over their kids careers and all that good stuff but uh so she's a classically trained dancer like she's a very talented dancer cool and so i feel like she's kind of got a leg up i wonder what that pressure Are feels like people though. on that show not normally dancers no oh no it ranges it'll be like football stars to um uh, actresses daytime soap opera actresses and did and they give them like dance lessons before the not really like there's like a little bit of training that goes up but that's why you get partnered with a. uh A dancer like a a trained dancer and every single week you've never watched dancing with the stars no not like one show wow that's interesting so like every single week like they have like a different category of dance that they have to do so you know it might be the samba okay Mm -hmm. and so they average star gets partnered with a Trained dancer, Mm -hmm. and they have to then perform. Like they have to put together a samba, Mm -hmm. and then you perform it on television, and then judges judge the samba and your performance. And every week, one couple gets eliminated. And at the end, you win. And then at the end, you win some immense amount of money or something of that nature that you get to either donate or blah blah blah, do whatever you want to do with. But. Um, yeah. And so that's what happens. And so, uh, and sometimes the dancers like Kim Kardashian was on a season of Dancing with the Stars. Um, they've had the, again, football players on there, basketball players have been on there, but again, all partnered up with trained dancers. Um, and you, and you have to like, do the samba you have to do the jitterbug you have to do like do you something like you have like particular dances that you have to do you have to do a hip-hop choreography you have to like you have to do all of this stuff and essentially your trained dancer is going to give you like they're they're essentially teaching you how to do these things and you Hmm. have to do it good enough to get a good enough a good enough score to advance (laughs) to the next week okay yeah so it's very interesting Mm -hmm. Um. So she's a trained dancer. Um. So this is going to be very interesting because it's like a trained dancer part who's also a celebrity partnered with a trained dancer. Like, is that gonna? I don't know. Is that fair? I don't know. Probably. I mean, I'm sure she's not the first one that has some background. She is not. No. She no. She is not. So that's very interesting. Um. So yeah. So that's uh one bit of news. Um. There was another interesting story out of Denver uh, regarding uh, a teacher who was forced to resign due to his sexual orientation. A coach. Gay volleyball coach. Yeah, which was interesting. Um, So, yeah, this um, teacher... Well, the school is Valor Christian High School, and it's in Denver. um, And this coach... uh, I'm going to butcher your name, so please forgive me. Inoke Tonga um he who himself is also a christian um was allegedly according to him he was um set aside by administration and essentially told that he can either denounce his sexuality mm-hmm. or resign and so he was forced to resign um and he yeah and so now he's going public with it Um, which is crazy. Uh, but the beautiful part of it is 50 students at this school ended up staging a protest. They walked out, Mm -hmm. which is really, really lovely. Um, and I love all the quotes from these different students, you know, that are just essentially saying the things that we have said all along. Like y'all worship a God of love and then and you're not
1: being very loving you're yeah. not being very loving the, the organizer the 16 year old organizer mm-hmm. I, I might add said hiding behind christianity as a guise for bigotry is not only disgusting it's not christ-like which i love yeah love 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 yeah i always i always used to say that when people would have that argument like but who did christ hang around <laughs> some of my favorite people <laughs> lepers and prostitutes
0: yeah yeah <laughs> like yeah yeah take so, the example it's crazy yeah so <laughs> Um, it's very interesting. And like this whole uh, you know, and we can get into this later, but um there's another story that I didn't even tell you about, but oh God. So Little Nas X mm-hmm. after the launch of his uh song Montero, the mm-hmm. one where mm-hmm. he's given old Satan a, a nice little lap dance, mm-hmm. um, he created like a Nike in which there's this particular Nike and in the shock aspect of it, like there's like a, a liquid element to it, mm-hmm. and he put in blood okay, in there, right? To kind of like be the whole satanic like element to the song and be able to do that. And of course, sorry the dog barked, y'all. Um, and of course Christians like flipped the fuck out because of it. Hmm. And so everybody was like okay whatever. He uh, Nike apparently tried to like sue him for it because of the use of it and blah 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 blah. So then Tony Hawk just made an announcement. You know who Tony Hawk yes. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Tony Hawk made an announcement where he is like doing this limited run of skateboards and The You know how on the bottom of a skateboard, there's usually some sort of artwork Mm -hmm. or something like that that goes on on there. And apparently, on the artwork, his blood is going to be part of the paint. okay And Lil Nas X was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, y'all were mad about my blood shoes, but you're not mad about Tony Hawk's blood skateboard? Like, why don't we just say what you're really mad about, which is... It wasn't the blood, it was that I'm gay and that I have this whole thing going out. Like, and so everyone's like mad about it. And then come to find out that that same shoe that Lil Nas X was trying to put out, apparently there was another version of it that was created that had holy water in it. Oh. And no one said anything about it. It was like, fine. These oh. God shoes are completely fine. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And so it's this huge thing. And I. Hypocrites are funny. Oh my God. It's so <laughs> and so, like, I go through this entire story. The reason why I'm saying that is it's just so. I've said this from the very beginning. Like, if you're going to be a bigot or a racist or anything like that, just be like honest, that, about, just it. Be honest yeah. about it. Yeah. Stop yeah. hiding things behind yeah. all of this other stuff. You're not mad about the Satan aspect of it because. Much to Lil Nas X's point, y'all have been saying that I'm getting ready to be best friends with him anyway. So you're not really worried about the Satan aspect of it. You're mad that I'm gay Mm -hmm. or lesbian or anything. And just say that. Right. Just say that you have a problem with this. Like, don't hide it behind religion as if that supports your feelings. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I just people are just so stupid. <laughs> I, it's just it's stupid. So anyways, um, kudos to these 50 students that did this protest. Y'all are amazing. Um, and then come to find out there was another teacher. She was apparently a volleyball coach. At that same Christian high school. They just don't like their volleyball coaches. That came out and said, or I'm sorry, she was a lacrosse Hmm. teacher. And she came out, and lacrosse coach uh, Lauren Benner, and she said that she too felt pressure uh, from the Valor uh, administration uh, over her sexual orientation and ended up quitting as well. Yeah, and then
1: a, a, tra- a trans student was told that they couldn't present the way that they um, yeah. felt most comfortable. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's really yeah, very, very yeah. And and people the the there's some folks in here who make a really good point, which is you know if you are you know privately funded, then you really can just sort of make up your own. Um, rules and you know, it's not like people have to go to that school, which I still don't think is okay. Like, you, this, this is not Christ like behavior, but they do also say, but if they have any public funding, they definitely can't be doing this. So, I'd be interested to see what
0: comes of that. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy, it's mm-hmm. crazy. So, well, there that is. That's mm-hmm. a developing story, kids. Um, so the next story I want to talk about is the back and forth with OnlyFans. Oh, yeah, like
1: you didn't see this coming.
0: I, I mean. <laughs> So if you've been under a rock for the past couple of weeks, uh, not even the past couple of weeks, it's been like seven days, Mm -hmm. um, OnlyFans made this huge announcement that they were going to, as of October 1st, ban all adult content. And when I tell you that there was an uprising, That took place everywhere. (laughs) Everyone was mad. (laughs) Everyone was mad. Um, And if you're not familiar with OnlyFans, then... I honestly don't know w- where you've been, but uh, obviously m- most subscriptions that take place on OnlyFans is all adult content. All the way to like celebrities. There are celebrities that are on OnlyFans right now and like you can literally go and watch them having sex with other people and, Really? Or, yeah, joining like Um there's a rapper named Tyga that is on there. Um there's a guy that I cannot think of his name off the top of my head right now. But he's like an actor that has been on um what was that show like the Archie Veronica Betty? Oh, okay like uh, like they did like a an updated vert like a live action version of that if you will mm-hmm. and he was on there i believe T- tyler posey i think that's what his name is okay a bunch of people um, i don't know Got yeah it. anyways he was on there <laughs> so you can see his there's an actress that was like that does it so a lot of people like go on there and like just show their they're nudes, they're hoo-hahs, and everything in between, and everyone loves it, right? Like this is what you do. Like you pay them for it for monthly. They give you the content. Like uh, it's a transaction, right? And so, OnlyFans made this announcement that they were going to, as of Oct- literally, as of like very abruptly, as of October first, you're done. None of that's which to be I on. don't understand how they could have possibly come to that decision and
1: not known what would happen to them. Like, how do you know? It's your own metric and it's money. It's really easy to see how much of our content that we make of uh, the
0: money is from um, sex work. All of it. They know all of it is. I mean, only uh, OnlyFans literally, what do they have right now? Like 150 million users, like people that are like giving them, they have made billions of dollars. Right. They started in 2016 and they are making money hand over fist Mm -hmm. they're making so much money but apparently as they allege the problem was coming through with the the processing team so like the banks and things of that nature was having issues with its content being what it is and they no longer want to to run those transactions um and everyone rightfully so was like fuck these people right. because one way or another these people okay so they may not have an only fan subscription but they're still cheating on their wives or they're still paying for sex workers they're still doing all of this other stuff like that but now they could decide to be all high and mighty behind this situation and they're like mad about it like this is like so stupid. So everyone just like quickly escaped OnlyFans and went to Just For Fans and For, for My Fans and all that stuff like that, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then OnlyFans literally came back and was like, "Oop, just kidding. Sorry. Ignore that last message. Right. We're all good. We figured it out. Well, and 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 not <laughs> I probably
1: sound like I'm in a really bad mood today, but, but I'm going to say this not to not to harp on this again, but the actual announcement itself, I uh, discussed me a- among the things they said one was only fan stands for inclusion and we will continue to provide a home for all our creators again don't throw out that fucking buzzword fuck you yeah. you're not being inclusive like yeah. how dare
0: you no that's just ugh. yeah no <laughs> it's ridiculous it's so ridiculous we need, we need to talk about better news <laughs> well i know right well because what was happening is what a lot of the problems is is so tumblr which a lot of content existed on Uh, initially got completely shut and like you can't post any adult content on Tumblr. Craigslist made it super difficult for you to solicit sex work on there as well. Craigslist, the the number one place where people were going for anonymous sex and things of that that nature. No, like they eliminated that as well. So sex workers were really excited about OnlyFans because it gave you the opportunity to do it in a legit kind of way. Right. Mm hmm. If you want my content, here it is. Well, and And at relatively no cost. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, it's easy. Like, all you do is pay for a monthly subscription. Some of them are as low as like $2. Some of them are as high as however much they want to charge, right? And you pay for it. And it's legitimate. It's above board. Like, this is what's going to happen. Like, you have to pay for it. So this was the way to make that work. And then now they're trying to, like, go back on that. And I think a lot of people are really mad about it. We support sex work here on the relationship podcast. Do what you want to do, have fun, um, and just be safe. But, and have consent. And have consent. Mm-hmm. And for you know, OnlyFans to try to pull the rug from under all these people, like it's just so stupid. Like they're just. I'm so sick of older white men trying to dictate this puritanical. Um, Quote unquote Christian uh, belief on this country as if that shit like doesn't really exist. You won't support sex work, but you will sell cigarettes. but just but again it's like the same thing like you know we're over here talking about you know you not wanting sex work or you hating abortions right but then at the same time like you have a mistress and when she wound up pregnant you had to make sure that she had an abortion just so you know you couldn't tarnish your reputation like so like get over yourself like this stuff exists let's just try to find a way to do it and if you're fucking smart about it you'll find a way to tax these people so that yeah you can do the sex work that you want to but you're still paying uncle sam like you know what you're doing it legitimately and it above exists. board there's like a, there's a way to do that oh my it's god totally fine. just chill the fuck out it's my, just so my favorite
1: was what um Colbert said about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I have good news for the OnlyFans fans out there. There is another place to find sexually explicit material on the internet. It's called the internet.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's it's true. It's true. It's so true. I love him. <laughs> He's brilliant. He's so brilliant. So, so there is that news, which was fantastical. I wonder what's going to happen. I wonder if they're going to go belly up now who only fans yeah no i mean people are still on there like it's fine like no one like some people like quickly jump ship some people are like i'm riding this out to you know the very end so it is what it is yeah but i think there's going to be more like i think
1: the other sites like especially like the bigger competitor um like for my fans i think they're gonna like i think they're gonna be smart and market about this and i think they're gonna pull more people away
0: I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh,
1: why not? Yeah. They're they're not there protecting you. So why would you stay with them? Come here. It's also, you know, you get a little bit more money or You get to be whatever. who you
0: want to be here. Um, <laughs> and so, and then uh, my last story, which I which had. Which is also to, not good news. <laughs> it's not. No, it's <laughs> good not good news. news at all. But uh, yeah, we didn't end on a lighter note. I should have ended with the JoJo Siwafi. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Oh well. Um but I brought this story up because as the, you know, resident Catholic here, I thought that you would uh have a lot to say about this. But uh it's been reported that uh there's an anti gay Catholic newsletter that is threatening to out priests via grinder. Grinder data. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so it's the Vatican is a super concerned right now because last month they already did this they outed a a priest they like used grinder data to show that a a priest was gay Mm -hmm. um and uh here's the thing and this is what i think is very interesting to me is they're marketing it as the vow of celibacy right right? there that's how they're marketing it and saying oh they're not celibate however they're going on grinder and gay, da- gay dating apps also straight dating apps yeah. as well mm-hmm. they are i will give them that but a lot of it has been focused on grinder and and gay dating apps to try to out these people behind homosexuality and there is a what's fascinating to me um and this is the cynic in me is i'm Bear with me. I'm partially for this because I think that what the Catholic Church does not realize that they're doing is that they are actually making their entire grip on the world. Weaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because of this, because what you're actually doing is you're showing everybody that these fucking people that you hold on these high ass pedestals are that are supposed people. to have the ear of God <laughs> <laughs> are just fucking people. Yep. And the ch- the Catholic Church within itself is shit. And has been full of shit for a very long time. And instead of trying to, like, condemn people for all that they are not, why not try to find a way to embrace people for what they are and still make people feel included and that they can have access to God as well? Right. Right. Well, I mean, let's talk about chastity in general and what that does to a person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I told the story. I don't even know if I told it on here. But I think I told the story that um, my dad, who uh, is a letter carrier, uh, actually kind of got into a little bit of a of a tiff with one of his customers. Um, because this customer literally was talking to my dad about how gay people should not be able to adopt children. mm. And my dad, very proudly, was like, let me tell you something. My son is a gay man, and he has a husband. And they are very loving, very amazing people that would be amazing fathers. So you mean to tell me that these two loving men who want a child who is unwanted... that just because they're two men, they shouldn't have them. And, you know, then the man tried to like come back and say, well, the Bible, this and the Uh church, this and all this other stuff like that. And my dad, this guy was Catholic. And my dad said, Oh, Oh, you should have never told me you were Catholic because your priests have been molesting little boys for decades. And your church has been hiding it. (laughs) Over and over and over and over and over and over and over over again. And that's okay. But two loving gay men want to adopt a child and give them a loving home that they didn't have before, and that's a problem. Right make it make sense. right? <laughs> and I was like, first of all, good for you, dad, right? Like, you show them the receipts. Like, you, you, <laughs> Cause reading is what
1: <laughs> fundamental. Um, and
0: I love that. And I was like, very proud of that conversation. And, you know, but that's my thing is like, uh, and we're not going to jump on religion or anything of that um, uh, nature. But again, here's another example of how people are using religion to try to, quiet progress if you will yeah. I, do you him yeah. saying and and at the end of the day it's like but your closet is not clean like what like at all <laughs> like why are you doing this there's no reason for it this is an invasion of people's privacy um I will say that if these priests are taking these vows of celibacy, you probably shouldn't be engaging in sex. I, I think right. that's how that whole vow thing right. works right um, but that being <laughs> said, like it's still an invasion of people's privacy and now you're outing people which should never happen from other people right um, but at the same time there's a part of me that's like grabbing the popcorn and sitting back and watching because I'm like, okay, go ahead, Catholic Church literally implode from within. Mm. Like, I I can't wait. I like, I want to watch this. I don't think anything's going to change. Who knows? Who knows? Right. It's way too strong of an institution. At the end of the day, it's just another news story. right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, All right. Is there anything that we missed? If anybody wants to share some other great information with us or news stories that we should have talked about, that would be great. We would love to have the conversation with you all on Instagram. We have not done this in a long while. And I thought this was going to be an amazing opportunity to just catch you up to speed on some news because I know you don't follow it. Not at all. (laughs) But then also just have a fun conversation, just the two of us. Mm. So, Tony and I are going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about this week's topic. Uh, We can't wait to revisit. Hey, y'all. We just wanted to take a quick second to talk about our favorite grooming brand and the number one shave brand in Italy, Parasso.
1: Whether you want a smooth barber quality shave or you need to give your beard the
0: proper TLC, Parasso has you covered. Their range of shave formulas address your specific beard and skin type, giving you a comfortable, consistent shave every single time. Or for any
1: stage of beard growth, Parasso has the perfect items for you.
0: With four different scents to choose from, the Beard Care products leave your facial hair looking, feeling, and smelling great. It's so true. I, um, I'm i actually very prone to ingrown hairs and razor bumps. Um, and so I've been actually using the Parasso Red line, which is the coarse beard and nourishing line. Um, I love it so much because it's infused with sandalwood and shea butter, And so that not only like softens my hair, but it helps prevent incoming in grown hairs um and things of that nature so my skin is left feeling and like looking absolutely smooth it gives me a super close shave and i love the smell of sandalwood and it leaves me smelling really, really nice.
1: It's great. I, um, I keep either a, a low to medium sized beard. Um, and so I love, and you'll have heard me say this before the wooden spice products. Uh, I'm always more of the woody and spicy person as opposed to the citrusy. Um, and I really like, it's just this robust scent that is always like, it's clean, but it's like very manly. And I just love it. I wear it every single day. And sometimes I use both the balm and the oil.
0: Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you want to experience an Italian shave right from your own bathroom or your beard needs some extra attention, head to paraso usacom right now and snack some Paraso shave or beard items made for your particular skin or beard needs. That's
1: paraso usacom and at checkout use code relationship15 for all
0: your purchases today. Get 15% off your purchase today at paraso-usa.com when you use code relationship 15 at checkout. Up your
1: shave or beard game with Parasso today, and don't forget to tell them the Critelli sent you. Bye! Bye! All right,
0: so if y'all... Bothered to look at our Instagram stories ever as of recently. Uh, don't take that tone with our fans. I know that's <laughs> sounded a little harsh. <laughs> if you were so blessed <laughs> to look at our Instagram story <laughs> as of recently, uh, Tony and I <laughs> very embarrassingly had to stumble upon previous episodes of the podcast, and boy, howdy! <sighs> You've come a long way, baby. I don't want to revisit that ever again. It <laughs> sounded so bad. It was so bad.
1: So bad. But we were... If you came to the podcast late, don't listen to season don't one. Don't
0: listen to season one. <laughs> um, we were baby podcasters, right? We were just trying to figure out our way in, in terms of what it all meant and how to what do it all and make do? it work. Yeah, so <laughs> we were just not very good. We had no idea about like the sound. Like It, it was just a whole hot mess, but um, that being said said we listened to the first episode and uh vomited a little bit um and then made the decision to revisit some of those topics in newer seasons so then that way there was a fresher take and a better sound quality to it (laughs) um and so that's what we're doing today so today tony and i are talking about our very first episode which was monogamy um I want to start this segment, husband, by asking you if your thoughts on monogamy have changed at all. My thoughts on monogamy have definitely
1: changed over the last few years. However, my practice of monogamy has not.
0: Ooh, that's very diplomatic of you. Okay. Um uh i'm not trying to be diplomatic i just uh, that is no i mean i'm sorry not even diplomatic i use that word wrong that is very uh wordsmithy of you oh <laughs> there you go is well, that better is that a we, cuter way of we, saying we, we, we know i enjoy my
1: wordsmithery. Mm-hmm. um so uh so yeah i definitely i mean i've learned a lot of new terms i just learned one today relationship anarchy very interesting concept mm-hmm. um really uh you know really like all these different things and and The, the, all the prefixes now with the, the demis and the A's, um, and the polys and, and whatnot, um, fascinates me. I always knew it existed. One of my, um, one of my earliest best friends as an adult, um, was a uh, polyamorous cisgendered female. Um, uh, bisexual, cisgender female. Um, so I, I have not been in the dark completely, uh, my entire life. However, I have learned quite a bit as a result of this podcast and the people that we've met and the topics that we've discussed. So, um... Monogamy was, uh, never my default. It was always my choice. And that's something I didn't realize about myself, um, Ooh. was that I did not give in to monogamy sort of as a default. I realized looking back that I was actually in engaging in some relationship anarchy for quite a long time. Um, and that I only have, I've only had truly like, maybe three monogamous relationships and i just didn't realize that i was doing it but i think that's kind of par for the course for me anyway is like i don't know the words to things and i just kind of make up my own rules and don't really give a shit about <laughs> about what i'm you. supposed to do <laughs> yeah. i mean always always um ethical always honest um but um But yeah, I just, yeah, my my views have changed. I've I've actually had my mind blown quite a few times. Um, Even just the words that I use to describe myself are are different now, Um, as a result of again this podcast
0: and the people that we've met to to interview as a result of it. So, um, what about you? Yeah, I mean, kind of the same for me. I think my views on non monogamy have evolved, um, especially ethical non monogamy. Um, just in terms of like, you know, at the end of the day, whatever works for you and what you under, you know, uh, what makes you and your partner happy is uh, none of my fucking business. So, <laughs> how in the hell am I supposed to have an opinion on on something that uh, I really am not participating in? Um, I, and I mean that from like, a, I'm not in your relationship, like, <laughs> you right. know, so how in the hell can I have an opinion on what you're doing? How is it any of my business? It's none of my business. <laughs> um, so that, you know, so there's that. And then, but my, you know, in practice, monogamy is, is still something that I very much so treasure. I'm still very uh, confused by non-monogamy. I, it for whatever reason, just does not, my brain just cannot comprehend it. Um, I, we were just recently watching a television show in which an open marriage... An amazing television show. An amazing television show in which an open marriage was one of the subjects uh, of one of the stories. stories the and then... And, you know, you're watching it and you're like, okay, they found a way to make it work. And then it quickly devolved. And I understand that that is writing and acting and a television show and things of that nature. But it really rang true for me in terms of what I've always felt (laughs) like a non-monogamous relationship would kind of turn out to be. Because it's very confusing to me. Like, I, I don't know that I still understand... How, um, I, I guess I just if you want to fuck around and and I don't even mean to devolve it to like to that right like like if you just want to sleep with multiple people I don't understand what why it's necessary to commit to one. Hmm. I, I, do you see what I'm saying? Like you don't have to be married. You can just be. I don't know. you can just be single or somewhat coupled and and you know, just have a bunch of people. I guess I
1: think that's the crux of the whole argument though, is that you're pushing the value of what commitment means to you onto them i
0: so because they may want
1: to be married, and that does just doesn't mean that they only have sex with one person. It means a lot of other things,
0: so I think what for me is the biggest confusion is the institution of marriage is complicated within itself that's a whole other podcast episode right right? but marriage within itself has already been defined and it is the union of two people end of story and so i guess i'm trying to understand is it though
1: what do you mean I mean, polygamy has been around for a very long time and is part of some and is a part of a sect of one religion.
0: Right. But polygamy is not recognized in our country as uh, legal, legal. Yeah. So, like, again, so it's it's just not recognized. So we know what the institution of marriage looks like on paper, I should say. And then. Which is fine. And so I think trying, like, going about trying to redefine marriage is the part that's like, biz- Like, in- like, I, I don't want to use the word bizarre, but that's the part that I think I get hung up on. Hmm. Because I'm like, w- 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 why not just not participate in marriage and do something different right like if if that is what you want to do i don't understand why you got to bring marriage into it <laughs> do you see what i'm saying and so like why I don't think not think it's just hard to i don't think it's hard to imagine a
1: person who doesn't believe in monogamy but wants to be married i don't think that's hard it's a difficult person to think of
0: i don't know like i said, you know goldie hahn and kurt russell have been partnered for like over 20 years at this moment and have never once gotten married. They just don't necessarily believe in the institution of marriage or whatever. Like right. it, it's just not what they want to do. They've defined it in the way that they want to do. That is their business. That's what they want to do. They carved out their own reality, if you mm-hmm. will. And so I think that's what my thing is is if you don't necessarily believe in what it is that marriage Kind of has been defined as, then I don't understand why you have to bring it in and then shake it up. Does that make sense? Like, I don't understand why you can't be. Just, just surprised be, to hear you say that. I just don't understand why you can't be partnered up with somebody for an extended period and then just have, you know, for an extended period of time and then just have what you want to have as a couple. Like, do you, like, if you, if you both wanna, and this is in no way, shape, or form um judgment against open or non-monogamous relationships um or any or anything of that nature it's it's i think as i've learned this as i've been going through this journey and this education that this podcast has amazingly bestowed upon us i i've kind of just gotten to a place where like i've come to realize that like we as a people are so good at carving out our own realities in everything Mm -hmm. right you and i have said before like we're two people from two different backgrounds right there is the way that i know things there's the way that you know things and then you and i as a union have created our reality and what we what works for us right and so i guess i just don't understand why if you know marriage is on one end and being single is on the other end why you have to bring marriage into this reality that you're creating with this partner this if is you interesting. don't have to we're i
1: mean the topic is, is monogamy so we'll definitely have to explore this further maybe we'll do a polygamy um um episode maybe we can do that because this is this is fascinating to me i had no
0: idea you felt this way or thought this way um so this is i just don't understand why marriage has to be a part of it like again like you can be partnered with somebody without having to go get legal documentation that says that you're with this person, right? Like you can, you can. I have a really good friend who has this entire amazing life with someone that they've been with for over 20 years. They have a child, they have, you know, a a great apartment, they have a car, they have a life together. And they are together without needing to be married and it can exist it can happen so like why why when you're married to someone is it that you are like okay well i want to be able to have a, you know a non-monogamous m- marriage like why does marriage have to be a part of that so if and again i, I don't want to
1: divert too far from the topic but but if um if a person is married and is allowed on their birthday to get a hooker, is that... I'm sorry, a sex worker. Um, is that, um, is that okay? Is that... Can those people be married, in your opinion?
0: Um, I don't... I don't know.
1: I think I would have to sit with that. If a person is married and on their anniversary, they bring a third into their bed just to have sex. No relationship.
0: I... So... Yes, and, and my gut reaction to the, both of those things is like, yes, that would be, that would be fine. I don't know that I would necessarily define that as an open relationship mm-hmm. because, to me, I to me like, and maybe this is weird, and maybe I don't know. To me, that sounds like kind of like kink and or sexual sexual exploration kind of things of that do you see what I'm them like where like you're able to like just like have this moment you know anybody who's having sex doesn't need to be whipped every single time they have sex right that might be like a special occasion type situation mm-hmm. right you know and so that's kind of where that falls in in my brain I, I could be completely incorrect on that but like that's where that falls in my brain I'm talking about an open relationship, like an open relationship. And mind you, polygamy and open relationships are two completely different things. Mm -hmm. But but like an open relationship is where you and your you're like you have a partner, you have somebody that you're with, and then you are able to then go out with your friends one night, find somebody that you think is cute at the bar and like hook up with them at the bar. But then you have to go home at the end of the night, like you have to end up home at the end of the night because that's the agreement of your relationship and things of that nature like that to me is fine like that is completely fine i i have no i do what you want to do like that that's great that that is you know your uh relationship and that's what you want to do i guess i just get very confused as to why you have to be married and be able to do that like why can't you just be partnered and have to do that like why do you have to go through the legalization of a union do you think those people are not committed to each other no no i don't no i don't think that okay
1: just trying to this is again very unfamiliar territory for me so i'm trying to figure out where the edges
0: are no it's not that it's just i i feel like what it is for me is I feel like there is a definite, like, and and maybe it's a fucked up definition, and I'm completely okay with, you know, coming to terms with that. But I feel like there is a definition of marriage, right? That like, definition didn't used to include queer people. N- uh, true. Which I completely can understand as well. Um, it didn't exclude queer it people. It absolutely excluded it ju- queer people. Ha- Gay people so? could not get married. N- n- but that was from law. That wasn't necessarily in its makeup if that makes sense like that was a law right that was like fear of of queer people being able to do so they like made a law that made it so that queer people could not be but like even marriage within itself does not say that a black person and a white person can't marry one another law said that yeah but the definition of marriage does not say that marriage itself says a union between two people legally, right? It, so it's recognized by the state, by the country, et cetera, et cetera. But we as people fucked up all of that stuff and started saying that law required, you know, law said that a black person or a white person couldn't do it. Law said two men can't do it and things of that nature. So those are like different, but the definition of marriage itself does n- not make those exclusions. Um, And so, for me, my issue is like you, you go. Th- you, uh, it's like I said, it's difficult. I don't know. I don't even know if I'm making sense at this point. But like, I, I don't know why I go through the legalization of doing all of these things when if you just want to be able to like sleep, like it'd be able to have fun and or experience other people, like just do it. Like, why do you have to bring marriage into it? This is fascinating. Had no idea you thought this way. Yeah, it's just like, that's my, I I don't don't know. Like I said, it's weird. And maybe someone can then explain it to me that makes sense to me. But I've like, I've read, I listened to quite a bit of stuff. And it's just still one of those things that's just like very mind boggling to me. Perhaps we should interview my married polyamorous friend. I don't. Yeah, sure. Sounds like you have questions. Not really. Oh. Okay. No, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I I just have one main question, which is like, why is it necessary to be married? Hmm. Why is it necessary to be married? If you want to be polyamorous, if you want to have fun with other people, if you want to have an open relationship, if you want to be able to do that, like, I feel like you can be partnered and do that, but you don't have to get married it's fascinating. To do that, all right, listeners, write in. Tell Marco.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm just curious. <laughs> Answer his question.
0: Yeah, I'm just curious, and that, and again, I hope it doesn't sound like I'm being judgmental or anything of that nature. I, like this is literally ignorance and or curiosity out of the situation. We've <laughs> spoken with people who have been in open relationships. I know people. I've done quite a bit of research. I listened to a podcast that is literally. Uh, hosted by a married man that is in an open relationship and I still don't understand it I still don't understand why it was necessary to be married to then be able to explore other people but I also believe in because the thought is you should never in a million years expect one person to give you everything that you need out of your relationship right Mm -hmm. and I choose to believe that yes that is accurate to a certain extent right like you're just not one that likes to go out and dance right Right. so i can't expect you to like go out and dance with me if you if it's just not in your nature to want to do that um, I do expect you to like step out of your comfort zone and give it to me every once in a while, right to try right. to like learn to like engage to make your husband happy and have those memories and share them with one another right but I don't expect for you to do that for me constantly, that said, I think fundamental relationship type stuff is those are things that y- when you're married you're making the legal effort. <laughs> to work on those things together as a unit. And so if, and whether that is financial, whether, you know, your, your finance stuff, like, like, no, I don't expect you to give me everything that I need financially, but you and I should be able to come together as a unit to be able to figure out what financial healthiness and safety feels like for the two of us. Hmm. And I think the same thing should happen from, Sex, Hmm. like I feel like, yes, you have a higher sex drive than I do, for example, and no, you're not necessarily getting everything that you need and or want all the time from sex, you know. Which, uh, as in terms of frequency, right? We as a couple should be able to come together to figure out what that looks like for the two of us and work on that instead of the solution being go out and find somebody else <laughs> to have sex with. I just personally believe as much of crap as that poss- probably is. Like, I just, I that's, I that's just the way I function or or believe it to be. and And so it's a little bizarre to me. But that being said, I do understand like not being committed in with somebody in marriage or even if you're just boyfriends and being like, yeah, like you're, you know, you're great. And I like spending a lot of time with you and and we can definitely, you know, be together. But like, yeah, like I'm going to go out and do that. Like, because there's no like legal commitment to one another. So you don't have to do anything.
1: It's very interesting to me. I, I definitely disagree. Um, like a hundred percent. And I do think that there's some indoctrination going on there. Sure. I definitely do. Um, I believe and it. I, and I don't, I don't know how you can say that you're not judging non-monogamous relationships when you don't think that the, those people
0: should get married. That's the way you put it is, is not as at all what I was saying. I was saying, I just don't understand why you need to, not that you, shouldn't get married that i don't understand why you need to that doesn't make sense to me and so it's and it's not judgment i have no judgment behind it i have zero judgment behind it It, it's just my brain cannot compute that so there's no judgment behind it it's just literally i just don't understand the need to do that interesting okay so it's not judgment okay um it, it it's it's just literally confusion like i'm just i quite literally just do not understand like it, it just doesn't make sense to me so hmm. um and again not in a judgmental way i get like it a, I, I totally get it that's like a, a very interesting thing and i've tried to learn it and i've tried to figure it out i like being monogamous i i enjoy you and i choose to and um I'm excited about spending, you know, the rest of my life with you and and I like our monogamous relationship. Um who knows what the future will hold for us? Um but I, you know, right now and I've, from the day that you and I were together, I've I choose monogamy and I love it. Um I have no problems with it. Um yeah, it's it's just very interesting. Hmm. Non-monogamy is very interesting to me. Um you're thinking about something.
1: Oh, I'm just I'm just still tumbling it around in my head. What? Monogamy? No, your your position. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating.
1: I know if I was not such a jealous person that I would definitely non monogamy would be an option. And and I and I recognize for me that's the only reason I choose to participate in monogamy is because I would not like the idea of anyone like touching you just would infuriate me. Yeah. And it's not fair for one person to be non-monogamous. In my opinion, it's not fair for one person to be non-monogamous and the other to be monogamous to to ask that of someone. If that's like your agreement from the beginning and that's ethical to you, that's fine. But to mm-hmm. me, like, that's not what we agreed upon. Um, and I never would have asked that of you. But if, if our relationship
0: had been that way, I probably would have been open to it. I think, you know what it is for me, and I've said this, and I'm almost certain I said this in the very first episode, too, is that... My And I know I've said it during throughout the podcast in mm. the four seasons, is that my concern with all of this is that there's such a big emphasis on sex. Mm-hmm. And I have a problem with that, where sex is the defining aspect of whether or not you can be with a person for the rest of their lives mm. by themselves, mm-hmm. just you two. Right. And that is what I really fundamentally have an issue with, is if sex is wonderful, I love having sex, right? I have an issue with sex being so focal to the success of a relationship Hmm. as if other parts of the relationship are less important
1: uh it's definitely a a deal breaker for a lot of people for sure
0: i and i and i and i get that and again
1: that is where ambition is also a deal breaker for some people and substance use and
0: you know yeah having children or not having children i mean those are big parts of life right absolutely but my thing is i feel like people don't you're not going to open up your relationship for someone that wants to have children, you might. I- I've I've not heard that as a reason, right? Like, I'm married to my husband. I love him. He doesn't want to have children, so we're going to have an open relationship so that I can go have children with other people. I, like, I like that is not. It's usually you open up the relationship so that you can go have sex with other people, right? You're not opening up the relationship. I mean, I get what you're saying. I'm just playing devil's advocate. No, I get it. uh. But like, I like, you're not opening up your relationship because you want to be in a relationship with someone who's more well off or has more financial stability. Right. Right. You're not opening up your relationship because you want to go be in a relationship with someone you know that has all of these other fundamental aspects of a relationship elsewhere. (laughs) Hmm. And that is where my problem comes in. I think that is the part that is confusing to me. Because, yeah, okay, open relationships, that's fine. Again, no judgment on them. But, like, why is the crux of an open relationship
1: just sex? It's not for polyamorous people. The point is actually to fall in love. Yeah. Yeah. And to have multiple full-on loving relationships. Loving relationships, yeah. And for some people... Those relationships intertwine. For some people, they don't. Some mm-hmm. people have the primary and, and you know and they're good and they keep things separate. But mm-hmm. my understanding is that there is, I forget the name of it, but there is like this network concept where like everyone loves
0: everyone. Yeah, yeah, and those things do exist. That's those are like those uh, polyamorous communes, essentially, where everyone (laughs) is everyone's everything, you know, and 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 it just and that's great. And again, so those those are the things that's like confusing to me, and and I think that's why I have such a hard time with it because I'm like, I like you have. A partner that you you made a vow that you guys were going to work on all these things for better or worse, right? Like, those are the things. And so this aspect of it doesn't seem like it's working right now. And instead of working on it together and trying to do the work to actually make it work, the solution is to seek it outside of your relationship. Because that will make it better. As opposed to... And again, I think there's a fundamental perception will say
1: um that that somehow there's a right and wrong decision um and there's and there's not
0: you know there's not there just isn't there's it's what works no. for you know it's these individual people what, again i am not in your relationship yeah. so whatever y'all decide you want to do is between you and your partner and that works for you but and even, that's great but even the the
1: the conceptualizing of it as a problem is like it's not a problem for some people for some people, the, the, the not getting enough sex, it, that's not a problem. It's, I know myself. I need sex with multiple people. Yeah, I'm like that too. And, and then you're together. Like that's, that's just, it's mm-hmm. not a problem. It's just, that's the way they are. So even just the fundamental concept of, you know, this is an issue and you're working on it by opening up your relationship. I also think that we do open up our relationships in lots of ways and we just, Society has taught us not to view that as as being the same thing. So like you having friends that you meet at a concert, and then that's what y'all do is go to concerts together or go out dancing together like you did just open up the relationship in concerts. Yeah, and in dancing, you're not having sex. Same thing if I found somebody who was really into cooking.
0: Yeah, but yes and no. Like, I understand what you're saying and point well taken. But I also think that, like, there is a certain aspect of who you are outside of your relationship that existed before your relationship. And those are those things. So, like, going to concerts. But isn't being a sexual being something you were before your relationship? Yes, but then you turned, you flipped your switch and decided you wanted to be coupled and so be and you you can be a sexual being with your partner but some Ho- people don't view that as the the rule that that that
1: that by committing to this marriage i said i wouldn't sleep with other people some people just don't feel that way
0: and again that's the part that's confusing to me yeah i know that's I know. the part that's confusing yeah. to me and because again like me wanting to go to concerts like hopefully my partner wants to go to concerts with me but if not like that's okay like I, you know, am able to go to concerts with other people, but there's not a physical commitment to like, I mean, yes, there's a physical commitment in that you're like in a completely different place and physically you're there, right? But like, for me, it's just, uh, there's not like a, I don't know, sex is sex, right? Like sex is, is a connection and or an exchange of, energy between two people um usually two people sometimes it could be multiple people um, and so for that to like that is completely different than going to a concert or cooking that is not the same thing they're not the same thing so like again you know going and enjoying concerts with my friends is not the same as me going out and finding someone else to go hook up with um so I don't know. Like I said, it's very interesting. It's very fascinating, and I say all of that again with zero judgment, massive amounts of confusion, um, <laughs> and 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 a ton of open mindedness. Not because I, you know, uh, again, am judging you based, you know, on your relationship model and things of that nature. Just, but just because, like, I just I don't know. It my brain just cannot compute. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's the, the
1: Buddhist practice in me, but um, it, nothing has meaning. And I and I don't I don't mean that to, to sound depressing. I just mean all all meaning is attached by people. Nothing inherently has any meaning like a table is not inherently a table. It's some pieces of wood. We fashioned it a certain way. We said plates go on it. You could poop on it like that. It could be a toilet like it can do that. We just decide not to, and that's true of absolutely everything, including monogamy. It's all made up. So, to me, however you want to live your life, however you want to define it, is totally fine, as long as you are, you know, open and honest about it, and, sure. and meet the person, you know, face face-to-face to face or face to face to face to face to face to face, depending on how many people you want to. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> but, but with regards to that, if that's the case, and marriage has no meaning. Mm-hmm then why the fuck do you need to get married and be able to go out and and sleep with other people? Why did you need to get married? I wanted to get married because I, I, for me, uh, and I'm sure that this is... uh, Well, first of all, I never wanted to get married, to Mm -hmm. be completely honest with you. It was never really something that I cared about. Um, I I didn't care about marriage. Marriage Mm -hmm. was not something... Until you met me. And then I met you. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, I think I I could be married to him. I could see that as my story Mm -hmm. and um for me it was important to get married to you uh for a couple of reasons more so along the legality of it because as the person that i'm spending the rest of my life with like i wanted you to be able to speak for me in a manner that uh was uh following through with my wishes um From a legal standpoint, right? So, like, you, you, not being married to you would give you less access to me in case of emergency, and I didn't like that. And you're my person, and so I wanted for us to be able to have that formality, not as an obstacle, right? So, like, you could speak on my behalf, and you could make decisions for me, in 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 that manner could have just signed durable power of attorney I could have I could have but a lot of that stuff you know it could be contested and there's a lot there's a, like a huge battle that can happen between those there's things that can happen between them that wouldn't uh, state to state is different and who knows where we're going to be like all of those things can be an issue and I just did not want that to be the scenario anyways not that i even thought that any of those things would actually come to fruition right like that you would have to fight family or anything like that on my behalf like i never that i thought that i thought that that would happen but i i just didn't want that to be an issue also for me it was very important that um i i don't I hate this uh gay versus straight situation, right? Like the straights have this and the gays have this, right? Like I, like I, it, it just really made me angry and Mm. so i was like if it's good enough for straight people it should be good enough for everyone right like if a man and a woman can be married and have a family and do all of those things then like why can gay people not have that as well so it was very important to me to create some sort of quote unquote equity equity Mm -hmm. between the two things and so that was really important to me just like it was important for us to have uh, a family last name because I did not want to get to a scenario in which the different last names was an issue from a school standpoint or anything of that nature. I just wanted to, like, fucking level the field for everyone. Mm. Like, we're in the same situation. I wanted to marry you because I love you, but I could have loved you without marriage for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would have been fine. Um, that And that's what it was for me. Mm.
1: So, Don't you want those things for everybody, including non-monogamous people?
0: Yeah. I've never once said that I didn't.
1: I just, again, I'm trying to understand why the marriage piece is such a problem for you.
0: But just like I said, one of the very last things that I said, I could have loved you for the rest of my life without marriage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could have done that and been completely fine with it because, again, I never really wanted to get married. Um, But I could have done it without it and and been completely fine. But it was it got increasingly important for me to create that like fucking equity and be like, "Bitch, just because you have a vagina and a penis doesn't mean that you're more important than I am <laughs> and that I can't have some of those same things as well. Uh, that was really important to me. Um, I think I wanted to get married as more of a rebellion than anything else, not necessarily a rebellion, but like a anything you can do, I can do better. <laughs> Kind of situation, you know? Like
1: I got married so I could spit in heteronormative society's face. <laughs> Marco Cotton could Kinda.
0: <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> you no, know, it's very fascinating. So okay. I don't know. We have spoken for a very long time yes. about all this, and we haven't even gotten to the articles. We're just gonna put links to the <laughs> articles at this point. Um, we're gonna revisit this at some point because I don't even I think we got more enlightenment than we did. Conversation out of this. <laughs> I know I did, which was <laughs> had no yeah. idea that you thought or felt this way. It's fast- I mean, it's just fascinating. Anyways, we read two different articles. One is from them.us. Um, the name of the article is 30 percent of gay men are in open relationships," according to a new study. Let me just pause right there. Okay. First of all, it's five hundred and seventeen people. So that's not a good
1: sample. No, they're all gay people from one therapy center, which probably means they have the same socioeconomic background. Correct. Also, not a good sample. Correct. And it says not strictly monogamous with their partners. That is not the same thing as being in an open relationship.
0: Correct. So, again, I'm not in a bad mood, but I am taking issue with some of the words people are choosing to use. No, here. it's correct. It's <laughs> no, it's a shit. It's a shit sample and article and things of that nature. And I don't know that they'll ever be able to like truly get accurate statistics to be able to to make any of this argument but I do feel um it's interesting Tony and I we have said this numerous times Tony and I which kind of goes to the next article which is on newnownext.com and it's Dear and stop it with your monogamy shaming Tony yeah. and I started this podcast because as a monogamous couple we were constantly bombarded with invites to our bedroom um whether which
1: started out as flattery but eventually became
0: bullying <laughs> kind of
1: no it was yeah, it absolutely yeah, was yeah, it was it's...
0: what do you mean you don't play together or separately correct which is why i really appreciated the second article because it was like look i'm monogamous get the fuck over it and like it's not gonna happen but i'm that's... not
1: i'm not monogamous because society told me i needed to be i'm monogamous because i want to be with my husband correct and i'm insanely
0: jealous <laughs> <laughs> and so and that was uh and that was that whole thing and so um uh, we started this podcast because of that, because we kind of wanted to be a voice for the quote unquote other, because it seemed as though we were other, right? Right. The monogamy. Other within another. Correct. Yeah. Which was crazy. Monogamy was the other. Um, non-monogamy was the norm. And so, uh, you know, again, we started this for that reason. Um, and so this article was great because it kind of outlines a lot of that, a lot of some of our sentiments, right? Like things that you and I have said, you know, in the past experiences that we've had with people sharing and letting them know that this is where we're at with all of it and people being like, "Ew, what the fuck? (laughs) And you and I, you know, we still want a core
1: group of queer couples that we can go to dinner or go to the movies or whatever. And we still haven't been able to find that. The right. only the only queer couple that we've been able to that with is, is a lesbian couple. Um, and that's it.
0: Yeah. 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 It's very it's just very interesting. So and again, that's not judgment. Like that's not judgmental. Not at all. It's just for some strange reason. Every single time we were hanging out with people, someone would get drunk. And this has even happened with queer like heterosexual couples with a queer twist yeah (laughs) that like would get drunk and we're still trying to sleep with us at weddings at weddings (laughs) at (laughs) uh, uh, like hanging out here in the city like and doing things i'm thinking about one couple right now that like when he started getting drunk kept commenting on my ass on a consistent basis and i was like yeah
1: i was ready to punch him
0: do you see what i'm saying (laughs) so these things were like happening where we're like you guys like we're a monogamous couple like just chill the f out like it was just very (laughs) interesting so um you know so i say all of that to say that it's fine that this is you know not what a lot of people practice right. within the queer community. It's completely fine. It's totally fine. Um just not our cup of tea. It's just not our cup of tea. But and serve all the tea. Serve every single drop. And it's every delicious good. drop. And it's completely okay. Yeah. You know, um it's we love you. You have the space here with us because we love everyone. Like it's not a big deal, but at the same time we are um I, this is our message and this is where we're at. So like, it's interesting because we've, them. we've met a
1: lot of uh, really great people as a result of the podcast. And we've always said like, you know, when we have a genuine connection with them, we're like, yeah, if you're ever in New York, like, you know, let's hang out or if we're ever in your city, though, Oh yeah, you got a place to stay. Blah, blah, blah. And every time I have that like little moment of dread where I'm like, Okay, but are they serious about being monogamous or are they gonna try and sleep with us when we're there? <laughs> I think about it constantly. It's it's a thing. I it's think an about actual it thing. Yeah. And I don't like that is trauma. I just don't wanna I don't wanna deal with that. Yeah. yeah. It is trauma. It yeah. is it's at that least is. bullying. Yeah. Yes. Which is traumatic. Yeah. So, there you go. Yeah,
0: so it's yeah. it's a lot. So that being said, I want to hear from y'all. I'm sure I I'm sure we're going to get quite a bit of uh, I hope so. uh feedback about uh my positions and things of that <laughs> nature. Ha. Um, but, uh, can't wait to hear from you all. Um, we on the, if you're a DNR Studios subscriber, I'm going to take Tony through some famous celeb couples that are rumored to be non-monogamous. And I won't know who any of them are. He's not going to know Stay who tuned. any of them are. <laughs> um, but we'll see what happens with that, which will be fun. Um, so we're going to go through that, but that'll be fun. And, and if you're a Patreon member, we're
1: going to do a little special treat and give you a sneak peek at the DNR Studios exclusive content.
0: Yes. We'll see. All right. Uh, Let's take a break. We'll be back in just a bit. As you all know, the Relationship Podcast found a new home at DNR Studios, and we couldn't be more excited.
1: Every week, we bring you the podcast days earlier than on your traditional podcast platform. For only $12.95 a month, you can sign up for a DNR Studios Plus subscription, where you can check out our podcast, as well as others like Derek and
0: Romaine, If These Ovaries Could Talk, The Adam Sank Show, and more. For only $6.95 a month, you can get the Relationship Podcast on Mondays and hear all about our shenanigans before the rest of the world. We just launched a new segment exclusive to the
1: DNR Studios platform. It's called The Shit Show. As you know, every week we talk about a topic
0: related to relationships and personal growth. Now, Tony and I will play a game related to the topic in an effort to lighten up the mood and create more laughter, but you can only listen to it on DNR Studios. So, if you're able to, head to dnrstudios.com and
1: sign up for a subscription. Get exclusive content from us and even more relationship fun for your week.
0: We appreciate your love and support. Bye. Bye! Alright, so before we get out of here, of course, I have some shit to put on y'all's radar. If you are following us on Instagram, then you would have seen an Instagram story that lets y'all in on a little bit of an update and a quick surprise. If you head to our website, which of course is podrelationship.com, you will see that, oh, it's not on there yet because I haven't made it uh, public for everyone (laughs) to view yet, but uh, Tony and I are actually in the process of putting up some relationship merch. It will be available very soon. We're not going to tell you what it's going to be just yet, but uh, we're working on it. Know that it's going to be there, but pretty soon you will be able to shop on the Relationship Podcast website. So stay tuned. Um, I think y'all know that we are in the process of making some t-shirts. So let us know what sizes you want to uh, have reserved for you. So then that way we can make sure we have enough stock because our first drop is going to be happening soon. And if you want something from your favorite podcast uh, podcast hosts, then uh, you better let us know about it now. <laughs> I have a feeling things are going to sell out fairly quickly. Pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah, So um, let us know. So that is the first bit. Stay tuned. Get excited. It's going to happen, y'all. Congratulations. Um, Next. uh, Next bit of business. Uh, We have finally created those playlists on Spotify that y'all have been asking for. So, so far we have three playlists up uh, that you can listen to right now on spotify.com slash pod relationship. I think we'll get you there. Um, we created the playlist from the first three seasons of the podcast episode. So as Marco's all- very kind,
1: he created, <laughs> <laughs> there is no, we,
0: <laughs> well, as you all know, we were very passionate about during the very first season with um, creating uh, all of our song titles, essentially were the, topics of the podcast Mm -hmm. for for the the entire time so what we did was go ahead and created those uh playlists based off of that so you can listen to those some of them are fun some of them are bouncy they'll make you have a good time it's lovely uh we are going to work on more playlists too uh we're going to do listener situations playlists very soon as well so that's going to be um things that you guys can uh the songs that i sing as part of that like there will be that um and then in addition to that we're also going to do our cold open so all of the songs that i sing uh as we open up the podcast Mm -hmm. those will be on another playlist too so stay tuned those will happen and i know i've been i've had requests for that to happen uh on apple uh, uh playlists apple music as well so i'll be doing that too so stay tuned for that as well And finally, the last thing uh, that we need to put on your radar is that we are having our September edition of our virtual meet and greet on Wednesday, September 22nd at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, I will update the website very, very soon with all of the links and the sign up and all that good stuff like that for you. So stay tuned for that. But if you have not joined our virtual meet and greets before, they're amazing. They're so much fun. We have such a great time with them. We get to laugh and hang out and chit chat and shoot the shit with everyone. Um, and so it's a fun time. It gives you an opportunity to to touch base with me and Tony and get to know us a little bit more outside of the podcast. Um, it's fun. It's a great time. So let us know if you want to be a part of that, because we would love to have you. Um, and that is essentially everything that I got for you this week. So that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Relationship Podcast, part of the DNR Studios Network. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram
1: at Pod Relationship. And don't forget to subscribe and rate us and keep watching, uh, listening (laughs) to season four, The Quattro
0: um as i said y'all we have an upcoming uh episode of with our virtual i'm sorry with our (laughs) listener situations so you should definitely be calling in 903 pod shit um that's 903-763-7448 and letting us know about all of your problems so that you can be heard on our september edition of the podcast episode be sure to check out the
1: Relation Chat blog on our website this Friday where I'll muse
0: a bit further on the week's topic. A special thank you to our Patreon members. We hope you enjoyed the the behind-the-scenes interviews, if you will, (laughs) on this week's topic. Uh, We appreciate y'all. And uh, another special thank you to our DNR Studios subscribers. We hope you enjoyed the silly game we played. Tony and I will harass your ears next week. And remember to do shit the way you want. Absolutely.